Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. Braves fans, you've been waiting for this since 1999. A return trip to the World Series gets started tonight deep in the heart of Texas. Not only that, but Brian Harson and Auburn University. It's come to a head and decisions have to be made. Boy, three hours jam-packed ESL for your Tuesday. It begins now. Live, local, and on your radio from the Budweiser studios of Cumulus Media Knoxville. This show belongs to you at 656-9900. 656-9900. The sports you need before sunrise is on the air. You're inside the starting lineup with Tyler Ivins and Will West on 99.1. The Sports Animal. Check. Which it's interesting you went Austin Riley jersey when you bought that. When we discussed this off the air. But it's the blue jersey and the blue jerseys are really good. Look. The road alternates. Yeah. How does that road alternate fit in this morning, Eric Kane? A little, I I feel like it'd be a little snug to normal because you're so proud and your chest is sticking out. Your team just won the NL pennant. I mean, now all of a sudden you just need four more wins. It's feeling good, man. Austin Riley, literally an MVP candidate. So glad Atlanta didn't trade him away in 2019, right, Tyler? For Madison Bumgarner, which you guys should have done. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, uh, here on the here on the morning of Game One of the World Series, I'm I'm feeling really really good. All right, now don't come at me tomorrow morning. It could be different. (laughs) So, so, okay, here's the thing. I love you guys, but you're both baseball guy. And you're the only two people in the world under the age of 70 who are a baseball guy. So I, it's the two of you at LSU met. But this is going to pay off for our show because now we got guys that actually watch baseball, that, you know, night in, night out. You made a comment off the air that I felt like I'm going to bring on the air right now. What are the chances the Braves make the World Series at the exact same time Tennessee's open date happens? You want to talk about show prep. You want to talk free about money. scheduling show. Free to, money. And exactly how many free biscuits do I get with this house money you're giving me, Casino? <laughs> Look, we'll get into all the Braves talk you need. How deep can this Atlanta lineup go compared to the Houston lineup? Is this a series that could go a full seven? Many believe it can. That's why Houston series price isn't as high as many believe it could go. We get started, though, in the SEC. And, well, we already saw it happen in Pullman with Washington State. There's a chance that the SEC could already be down one first-year head coach if things come to the head, at least the way the trail's heading right now at Auburn. Yeah. Brian Harson has already said it's a private matter. I talked about this at SEC Media Days. I respect the fact that media members want to ask this question, but there's a mandate coming up in December, and there's a chance Brian Harson might already be out of a job in year one because of what's happening with the COVID vaccine. Yeah, so if you haven't seen this, Brian Harson has not been willing to comment on status. Now, there there have been other people who have not been willing to comment on their status, and it turns out when push came to shove, they had been vaccinated, right? right. So they just are making, proving, making a point, their point about uh, the privacy issues when it comes to things like that. Um, I, I will say if there are a lot of people who are upset with this, say this is unconstitutional, even as recently as July, courts have upheld that even public institutions, which I thought was interesting, can uphold vaccine mandates if they want to. Correct. So I, I look at it this way with Brian Harson. If you're if if maybe you looked at this and said, oh, man, you brought in Mike Bobo. Oh, you brought in Will Friend. We got a vaccine mandate. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I it would be an easy way to get rid of maybe a bad decision. If you needed to get rid of a bad decision, uh, if you're Auburn, uh, I, I don't think Harson's done a bad job this year, but I do question long term some of his strategies. I will just say that. 
Uh, some of the things that he's done as far as public access, media access, booster access, things like that Correct. have not been awesome either. And so I, I do think that there are some quite big questions around Brian Harson right now of, mm, are you are you capable of handling an SEC job? Because I wonder about that. That's independent from the vaccine whatsoever. And so if you're Auburn and you look at this and you say, could there be a you know something that could, that would happen with like getting him around it maybe? Uh, th- but this this could be an easy way to get him out if you need to get him out. But look, a- as it stands right now in the in the United States of America, public institutions do not have to. They can absolutely have a vaccine mandate, and if you don't want to sure. get it, you're gone. And that's it at the end of the day. And I look at it as simple as that. If Brian Harson doesn't want to get the vaccine, and if he doesn't have the if if Brian Harson is unvaccinated, and if Brian Harson doesn't want to get the vaccine, then if Auburn could part ways with him if they choose to at that point, and that's everybody's business of their own. And if Harson will get another job somewhere that doesn't have where the conference or that state doesn't have a vaccine mandate or that institution doesn't have a vaccine mandate, but they just had it at the University of Indiana. There was just a case, I think, in July where they made every student get the vaccine before they could be on campus. And so a, n- a number of students sued, judges upheld prior Supreme Court rulings that it's not unconstitutional to force the vaccine. Uh, Brian Harson right now is making five and a quarter a year. Is he willing to give that up after giving up the job at Boise State where things were going well for him? They were going okay, better than okay. Boise State looks like they haven't hit reset yet. They're yeah. doing atrocious this year in the Mountain West. If you're Auburn, do you really want to go hunting for a head coach again after letting Gus go last year? Harson, could the season be better? Yeah. I'd like to see what Auburn looks like after they take on Ole Miss this weekend. That's a huge matchup that it's already going to have a lot of people are focusing more on in the vaccine right now and the situation with Brian Harson. They are the actual game, it seems like, this weekend. Well, Nick Rolovich got canned. Four assistants got canned last week. Yep. He's already suing for the $3 million he was supposed to be making this year. Who knows how that's going to play out? Could we see Brian Harson very soon be lowering up? I guess maybe as soon as the end of the college football I, season and be talking about $5 million. If he is unvaccinated, I could absolutely see that. I mean, I, I could absolutely see that if he's unvaccinated, that he sues. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's going to win. I don't know. I don't know how that works out. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how, con, like, I don't know how contract law works with, because with unions, you can't just mandate to anyone that is organ, any labor that is organized. Sure. So you can't just tell unions, hey, you're doing this or you're out. No, because this is a partnership. It is not employee-employer relationship. Right. But if there is no union, then that like that's literally the only protection anyone has, it seems like. So if there is no union, then I, I don't know what Brian Harson does. Would, would they just blow? One, he could be uh, – he could, look, Brian Harson's a weird dude. He could be vaccinated and just be unwilling to say it. You know what I mean? So that that's something that's on the table right now. He could be uh, unvaccinated and decide, I don't want to get the vaccine. He'd be concerned about that. And then they probably will just blow him out at the end of the day. I do think there are probably people at Auburn right now that it wouldn't bother them that much if they needed to move on from Brian Harson Because he's kind of a pain in the hind parts. So I, I do th- I do believe that is the case as well. I, and I don't think this vaccine mandate's in place to get rid of Brian Harson. I just don't think that... There's nobody that's going to shed any tears about the fact that they got to part ways with Brian Harson. Let's be honest. If it was Leach, there was a Washington State, it'd have been a, it might have been a different story altogether, but it's somebody who sucks. 
So <laughs> they, they, Rolovich hasn't had the quite no, to no, go no, at he it since not. he came from Hawaii. So, no. so that's part of it, right? Like a Saban didn't want to get vaccinated. There's, I bet the University of Alabama would make a decision that, oh, no, vaccine, man, vaccine, totally up to you whether you want to get it. You didn't read the fine print. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Kirby, you know what I mean? Kirby would have fine th- print. There'd be a religious mandate. You know what I mean? That would, or a religious exemption for Kirby Smart, who ain't been to church in the 30 years for all I know. But, I, I can't spot the lie. But but Brian Harson's a pain in the hind parts. And it, it's so because of that, I, I don't think they're going to find some exemption around this. But Harson could just not be willing to talk about it publicly. And again, we've seen other people yeah. that have done that. So I, I don't know what the answer necessarily is. I'm not really like placing a moral value on this one way or the other. I just look at it as, to me, this is all black and white and binary, right? It's if your employer says, hey, you have to have this and you don't want to get it, then don't do that and you can go work somewhere else. That, and they can go hire somewhere else. That's what West Tyler Ivan, 656-9900. 1-866-656-9900. I want to continue this conversation on the other side. A hypothetical, if you will. Okay. A hypothetical, if you will. Kaner, look at you sporting the big red bright numbers, the Atlanta with the tomahawk across the cursive on the front of your jersey. I'm looking play-by-play voice describing the uniforms as they jog out of the field for the first time today. Braves will come to bat in the top half of the first inning in Houston later this evening. We'll preview that game, one of the World Series, here throughout 9 a.m. On your Tuesday TSL on 99.1, you're listening to The Sports Animal. Good morning, Eric Kane. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. Kickoff time for Tennessee at Kentucky next Saturday, November the 6th, has been announced. It'll be a 7 o'clock start time. And televised on ESPN2, the 12th-ranked Wildcats will be on the road this weekend at Mississippi State while the Volunteers are off. The Saints won an ugly one in Seattle last night, Monday Night Football, 13-10 over the Seahawks. VFL Alvin Kamara hauled in a touchdown on a team-high 10 receptions for 128 yards on the night. And the Packers have placed all-pro wide receiver Devonta Adams on the COVID-19 list. The Eagles have traded quarterback Joe Flacco back to the Jets for a 2022 conditional sixth-round pick. Have a little fun with Insta Games. October Insta Games are available now at any Tennessee Lottery retailer with top prizes ranging anywhere from $5,000 up to $500,000. It's 6-11. Pete Michael's Traffic's coming up next. Atlanta Braves talk on the other side. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. The starting lineup with Tyler and Will. 6 to 9 a.m. on 99.1. The Sports Animal. Let's say that the mandate gets in place in December, Will West, as we welcome you back to the starting lineup. And they find out that he's not going to get vaccinated, and they part ways with their first-year head coach. All of a sudden, Will West, Auburn becomes the hottest opening gig in all of college football, not USC, not potentially any of the other jobs that could come open because they're dismissing their head coaches. Will West, could we see another major name being added back to the SEC? Look, I'm going to be real with you, especially with the change with, with Jimmy Delaney. Jim Delaney, listen to me this morning. With Jimmy Sexton, James Franklin just switched uh, agents, if you didn't see, over the weekend. Better yet, yesterday it became official. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. He, I know right now James Franklin's name is number one on the list when it comes to the opening at USC. I know that um, Matt Campbell's name is also on that list as well. I know there's some other potential names. I saw Mike Tomlin of the Steelers. Yeah, okay, Carson so, Palmer mentioned that they would reach out to him. That doesn't mean he's coming, though. Right? Some of those are ridiculous, but some of those, okay, I could take. Uh, you're James Franklin. You leave State College to be able to go back to uh, the SEC, right? I would I would leave State College to go to LSU if I was James Franklin. I absolutely would. Is Auburn a better job than LSU? No. Definitely Ooh. not. Definitely not. You're junior in that state. Ooh. You're uh, And you're, as far as recruiting, because of where Saban has Bama, you can recruit just as well as Saban in a nor- like a B- Alabama in a normal year. 
because of that area of college football. Because you got people at Carver High School, you got people in that 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 area, Lagrange. Uh, like, I know he's not the greatest player in college, and I think if he'd been used differently, maybe he could be a really good player. But Emory, Emory Jones is from Lagrange. Like, there, there's a lot of guys from like my mom lives in Thomaston, and it, so just full disclosure, like so that that Thomaston, Lagrange, Columbus. That area, yeah. there's some really good players that you can go get, and then you got the Panhandle of Florida that you can pop from too, uh, including the not including the players that are in the South Alabama area. Think about the number of guys that have come from the Mobile area, like Auburn's king down there. But Saban, with Saban having Bama where they are right now, it's Alabama one, LSU and or A and M two or three, and then you're fourth in the pecking order in your ability to recruit right now in that in that division. So because the division rival in LSU has also got an opening this offseason, does that deter Auburn from maybe perhaps parting ways with Brian Harson? I, I do think that you're, you can still get a really good coach because it seems like some dudes want to move around. I, I also think that, like, look, I, I'll be real. I don't think anything's going to deter this, and I don't think they're going to have a huge problem if he decides to go. Do you know Auburn's still doing their media sessions via Zoom? No. Yeah, because Brian Harson's a pay in the hind parts. So do you believe Auburn already knows that they stepped in the oop and they now want to... Now get a, a second life, if you will, get rid of him. I, I don't think this is about that, but I think if he goes somewhere, it's not going to bother them. Okay. So do you believe that we're seeing the final days of Brian Harsin at Auburn University? I, it seems that way. Now, maybe, again, there there were a few NBA players that wow. until push came to shove, they were like, I'm not going to talk about my vaccine status. And then they were all vaccinated and it was, it was nothing. They just literally didn't want to talk about it. Or right? people want to jump a barricade in Brooklyn and try to fight something that's going on with Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you see that scene? I'm sure that, that guy with the two baseball bats in his backpack, I'm sure he was there to have a, just a peaceful dis- demonstration of... Uh, You've never, wanted, you've never wanted Kevin Durant's autograph on a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, that's just happened to be walk around two baseball bats in my backpack. No big deal. Um, but but I I do think like again I don't think this is about that. If Harson in, but I don't think it, they're going to be that upset if Harson decides to go somewhere. Can you imagine the best conference with the best division in all of college football is going to have two openings, and arguably it's the silver and bronze medal winners to Alabama every year. Yeah. If you're Alabama, you're keeping a cl- uh, stay with me on this. What are the chances? The chances, James Franklin and Matt Campbell both are in the SEC West next year. I, I don't no, I don't think because you're not taking the Auburn job. You're not leaving those jobs for Auburn. I think Matt Campbell's already signed to deliver for USC. That's just me though. Do you think so? Uh, me? No. The people who cover Iowa State yeah. that I still know from my time back in the state. Yeah. They 100 percent believe he's gone, and now you throw an extra hat in the ring with what we learned with LSU and what potentially could be for Auburn. I, I hear you there telling you though Matt Campbell's ready for superstardom and he's put Ames back on the map and I think he would pack up and he would head west or head south in a heartbeat fair enough I don't know if you're talking about Notre Dame I don't know if you're talking about some of the other gigs because I know people were saying that maybe Matt Campbell would wait until Brian Kelly was done in South Bend I'm not gonna go that far maybe Jim Harbaugh is gonna finally get canned up in Ann Arbor and then maybe that's when he's gonna take the job Matt Campbell knows that he's not taking Michigan he's not taking Notre Dame so you look at the situation with Harson right now what do you do if you're Brian Harson? Do you, do you sue and then you go find another job elsewhere where the mandates aren't in place, but yeah, eventually you, the mandates are going to be in place? You go to court, you try to get your buyout. I don't, I don't know how the, that would work. Like, I have no idea how it works at the buyout. That's the one thing that I wonder about. I'm assuming you have to pay the buyout, right? But maybe you don't. I don't know. Would this be a non-compliance issue of, or, or like, would this be fired for cause because you refuse to get a vaccine if there's there? I have no idea. Like, I honestly, I have, no, I, I don't know. The vaccine thing's so weird too, dude. Because like, I, like I've got a friend. Who uh, I'm just gonna be real. I, I've talked to him a hundred times about it, and he is just—he's like, "Look, I know it's irrational. I'm terrified of vaccines. I'm just gonna be honest with you." 
And I'm like, I literally, you literally saw me the day that I got the vaccine, the second shot of the vaccine. We, we maxed out together. You know, like, like you saw, saw me you. the day of literally go lift a bunch of weight. And it was, it affected me in no way whatsoever. He's like, terrified, not going to do it. He's like, I, I, I know. And so, so it's people have, have, I don't want to see people getting their feelings about it, but people have deep-rooted emotions and thoughts when it comes to things like that. Just right? had a friend in my home office less than five days ago. I was showing him something I had framed, and he looked down at my desk, and he goes, is that your Vax card? And I went, yeah, those are the two I got. And he went, oh, I didn't know you believed in that. And I went, <laughs> like, like vaccines, like this thing we've been doing in this country since, like, and honestly, the thing from 1789, we've been doing public vaccine mandates in the in this country so it's it's been, right. literally been a thing longer than tennessee's been a state so it, but but for people who don't want to do it i look at it this way i'm not gonna like vilify them and i don't i don't like that aspect of things either uh like if i know them i might make fun of them because i think it's funny but i but it's just a joke like but but for people who don't want to get it i just look at it this way if you don't want to get it then go do go do your own thing right like if you don't want to get your kids vaccinated that's your business and you're the parent and you can do what you want to they ain't coming to public school but that, but that, you know what I mean? And if you want to homeschool your kids so they don't have to get it, that's cool. Live your life. I mean, that's fine. Brian Harson, it doesn't want to get like whatever the Nick Rolovich guy, if he's an anti-vaxxer or whatever, and he doesn't want to work at Washington State University because assistance. of it. Yeah, yeah. Then he can go do something else. And that's okay. And somebody will probably hire him to do something at some point in time. But if that's something he wants to stand by, it's not something I care about. Like part of that's I was in the military. So they just, and you're in the military. They just line you up and start shoving needles in you. And that's all you can do. Right. Cater. Have you not heard that from Will West? Probably about 40 times since we've started working together. Yep. Dude, when I was in the military, they lined me up with so many shots. That's why I never get sick. No, for like, real. I've, I've never, I've never seen never, this guy. I had, never get sick. I don't think I've even said I've seen him had a head cold. Yeah. The only time that I've ever had to miss things. And really I did the show by zoom. It's cause I had a cough, but I, I mean, I, in pre COVID I'd have come in, you know what I mean? I'll be honest with you, but I just, in case it was COVID, I didn't want to give it to somebody else. But other than that, it was eh. sympathetic for others. Yeah. So, but but it, look, if, if that's if, what happened when he got the COVID shot, he became sympathetic for others. If Harson doesn't want to get it and he wants to go do something else because of it, if if yep. if he's unvaccinated, he decides not to. To me, there's no reason to vilify the guy. He can go somewhere else and go do something else. I don't think there's a reason to vilify Auburn in that either, because again, you go back to 1789, we've been doing public vaccine mandates in this country. Like that's a really long time. So over 200 years, we've been doing public vaccine mandates. So I'm not going to vilify Auburn with it either. So everybody can make their own decision. People don't like it's not Brian Harson's birthright to be employed. And it's not Auburn's birthright to be Brian Harson's employer. And they can go do what they want to do like grown adults. Hey, Eric Kane, are we on the same page here? Start bitch cut if the Auburn job was to come open. LSU, Auburn, USC. I'm sorry, we'll say grown adults, and I, I just I keep replaying it in my mind right now. Yeah, Brian Harson is cut, released, fired from Auburn. Openings next year in college football. Start LSU, bench Auburn, cut USC. I mean that that that's the way I see it, yes. Interesting. Los Angeles, where their college football program is probably ninth best on the uh I was gonna say where's the do list. Where nobody wants to come and watch you. Six five six ninety nine hundred. What West Tyler Ivans. The Atlanta Braves play a World Series game later tonight in Houston, Texas. The preview, what you need to know as Atlanta tries to bring home their first World Series trophy since 1995. Exciting times here for baseball fans of the South. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. More TSL on the way. We are counting it down. It's just 14 days until it's basketball time in Tennessee. Sports Animal Countdown to Tip-Off is brought to you by Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. People helping people since 1930. 1930-
I'm just saying, what, what do you guys do? Like, is your socks taught? Do you have, like, the A? Do you have the cursive A that some people get confused between the Alabama A and the Atlanta A? Are you wearing a Navy shirt, or are you trying to find out where your local watering hole is when it's, it's what's, oh, about what? There, there's that song. I haven't listened to it. Someone just told me that. There's that song. I don't think it's a parody song. I think it's an actual song about a country music singer's girlfriend's from Alabama. He broke up with her and whatever, or she broke up with him, and he's mad. He says, I hate Alabama. And the guy says, they yell roll tide to, to brace fans wearing an A hat. <laughs> there are times where I look at it, and from a distance, I can't tell if they're supporting Atlanta, especially on license plate frames. Yeah, I'll see people drive around town. They got the A on there. I don't know if it's Alabama or Atlanta. But here's the thing. I clown you guys about this all the time because I'll mention a TV series or a movie and you guys will be like, yeah, I haven't seen that. And literally, they're the only two Americans that have not seen it, but you were watching baseball that night. Yeah, right. This is when it pays off. So here's the thing. Tell tell us. Here's what I want to know from you, Kaner. Give me the Cliffs notes on the Atlanta Braves and then Ivan's. If you'll give me the Cliffs notes on the Astros. Let's roll. All right, so the Braves' Cliff note version, a very likable team. Uh, one of the best players, if not arguably the best player in all of baseball, Ronald Acuna Jr. He's been out since the All-Star break. Uh, Atlanta's number three hitter has pretty much not played this entire year. Atlanta's ace has not played this entire year. And Atlanta was struggling. I mean, they were playing bad baseball for quite some time. Uh, they didn't get over 500 consistently and start moving away until around August and the front office went out of the trade deadline and brought in four outfielders to help uh, you know, compensate for the lack of offensive production, and those guys have gone off. So it is a very likable team. It feels like you know, the year you go all the way is the year you never think you would because of the All-Star break. Nobody envisioned Atlanta winning the Division One, but actually making it a, a, a deep postseason run. But that's that's what makes it fun. So Atlanta uh, is uh, you know it's Freddie Freeman's team, but you got young stars like Austin Riley, who is an MVP candidate. Ozzy Albie's uh, Eddie Rosario was the National League Championship Series MVP. He's one of those guys they got at the at the deadline. Jock Peterson's been phenomenal as well, formerly of the Dodgers and the Cubs. Uh, Charlie Morton, Atlanta got this year. He's kind of been leading that that pitching rotation. He's about forty years old, but. Uh, it's got a lot of experience, formerly pitched with the Houston Astros as well. And then Max Fried has been one of the best pitchers since the All-Star break. So Atlanta, still kind of a young team, a young core, very exciting, uh, very fun team to root for. Uh, but obviously a little, is not the betting favorite heading into game one tonight. Astros, what do we need to know about them? Well, this is a Houston Astros team who, if you haven't been reading the clippings in baseball, they were accused and essentially found guilty of cheating. In the last three years, all right? So a lot of the success has been kind of watered down because at, Houston had tanked for four consecutive years. They were one of the worst, if not the worst, team in baseball for four straight years, loaded up on talent, and all the fruits of those labors are now on the Major League roster, and they are very talented. They are very loaded. This is a Houston team who has made the ALCS five consecutive years. This is their third World Series appearance. And what you're seeing here from top to bottom, they probably have the most lethal lineup in all of Major League Baseball. I know some people out there, nerds, are going to say, well, OP, just leave all the analytics out of just what is just a knockout, dragout lineup top to bottom. You need to get yourself familiar with these names and these names only. Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa. So the, so the old school Astros. Alvarez. Okay, so it's the Astros. Did that core is still together. George Springer's elsewhere, right? Absolutely. Anybody out there who maybe hasn't been paying attention to baseball in some time, do you remember when Houston, back in the mid-2000s, had the Killer Bees? Yeah. Anybody remember when it was Biggio, Bagwell, and Berkman? They had their core three players that everybody was just like, ooh, ah. 
They still have three of their core four in Altuve, Bregman, and Correa. And when they got rid of Carlos, excuse me, when they got rid of George Springer, they went out and they got a big, huge man. He was a former Rookie of the Year candidate. And Jordan Alvarez has just absolutely been a monster for this team left and right. I will tell you right now, they have a lot. They have a lot, does Houston, in this lineup. They have speed. They have power. They have contact. They got MVPs on this team. Here's the thing. Houston's got to win as much as possible with these guys, Will, because when it comes time for them to start getting paid, Houston is not known for being able to go out and throw some bucks around. Both of these teams kind of have something in common, and this is to simply put what you need to know. In a sport in baseball where there is no salary cap, and a lot of teams can get a lot of crazy and get drunk like sailors spending money on players who might be past their prime, if there is one thing both these franchises do very well, they spot talent, they find that talent, they pay that talent early, and they bargain that talent throughout the entirety of their contract until it's time for them to get a large payday, and then they let them walk. All right, so I'm going to throw some spitfire things at you hey, because uh, just up against it a little bit. Bullpens. 54% of all innings pitched in this postseason so far right. have been pitched by relievers. Bullpen advantage, Atlanta or Houston? Atlanta. Recently, Atlanta. Overall, Houston. Starting starting pit rotation. Advantage, Kaner, we'll start with you on that. Probably Atlanta. Atlanta. So you, yeah. so the pitching advantage is, is Atlanta. You, you guys kind of don't Again. blink right now. Okay, so here's the thing. When you get to the World Series, I don't care what you did, the 162. It's what you've done for that three-week stretch in the postseason. Yeah. Atlanta's rotation and Atlanta's bullpen, it's the reason why they were hovering around third place through August. Then what did they do the last nine to ten weeks? They just flipped it. They flipped the switch, and they've turned it into what? Houston, in games that they were winning, they were winning games 11-9. and nine. You can't undersell the fact that what Charlie Morton brings to this Braves team. Again, formerly of the Houston Astros, involved in that cheating scandal. Charlie Morton has brought leadership and big game mentality. I mean, he's pitched in a lot of big games and World Series <laughs> games before. He's been great for Atlanta, and he's been the number one starter for Atlanta. This, this is how you season. know you're a good pitcher, and this is where I'll go a little deep when I shouldn't have. This is how you know you're a good pitcher. You throw one pitch 81% of the time, and you know it's coming. And you still Really? Can't hit. Okay. Remember when Mariano Rivera had the cutter? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, you yeah. know, the cutter's coming, you can't hit it. Charlie Morton throws his curveball 79% of the time. Wow. You know it's coming, but guess what? You don't know when it's going to break, and you don't know the spin rate that he's going to put on it. And guess what? You're swinging like Bugs Bunny cartoon three times in one swing, and you're done. Okay. It does seem like because in the postseason, everything becomes about timely hitting, timely pitching. It exactly. seems like the Braves have been timely hitting the, from guys you wouldn't expect to get it from. Astros rotation has been better than I think that it looks like at least statistically they were during the 162, right? So they, they haven't just been carried by the bats. Where they're getting hampered, though, is they went out and they traded a lot of those prospects. I talked about how bad they were for four straight years to get in this position now. Some of the guys that we hadn't heard of, they were waiting to get called up. And then the Astros, they went out and they made a call to Arizona and they said, we're going to send you a lot of the guys we still have left in the cupboard for a guy named Zach Greinke, former Dodger. Yeah, but the, he, the thought is maybe he doesn't even start a game that they just go bullpen game instead of him being the fourth starter. Zach Greinke has bombed this year. Really? He has been atrocious in the regular season, especially in the postseason. Zach Greinke is not Zach Greinke of old. Which is more likely to continue to carry over, the way that the Astros pitched against the Red Sox or the way that the Braves hit against the Dodgers? The way the Dodger, Braves hit against the Dodgers. Okay. No. I think that we are we are in for chaos. 
Can I add a little bit of a betting sprinkle to yeah, this? Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to love a lot of overs in these World Series. I'll, I will, okay. So you like the overs, but neither of these teams hits a ton of home runs. Houston's park is homer friendly. It is very homer friendly. They just don't hit a, they haven't hit a lot this exactly. postseason. Exactly. And Atlanta right now is is muscling up. Okay. So I think anybody who thinks, oh, man, we got a pitcher's duel on our hand, we play nine innings for a reason. One of these games, two of these games will get crazy. Like, you better stay up till midnight, get crazy. Okay. Tanner's going to be in here looking like a zombie. So, Probably so get Wednesday nap, or Thursday. Grab your extra energy drink. Uh, put a pot of coffee on it. Get yeah. ready to just hit the button so it starts in the morning. Yeah, or exactly. set the timer and you'll, that's what you got. Like I've got buddies right now who are like, dude, I know you're not Braves fan, but I know you're a baseball fan. Uh, I've already had to tell my neighbors, I'm sorry if I have a couple cars outside my driveway the next couple of nights. Yeah. You know? Sorry if I'm going to Johnson City for a watch party and things of that nature because yeah, I will be- not be doing that. So, <laughs> okay. Who do you have? Give me your prediction. Houston and five. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not going to stop now. I'll say Houston and six. Yeah, I was going to say Astros and six is what I'm, I would take I'm, as well. I'm literally not stopping now. But I literally haven't watched an Astros game that did not involve the Red Sox in the last in this postseason. So I've not seen another Astros game all year. So I have no clue. I mean, Houston, they just they, their lineup is it's just top to bottom. I think it's deeper than Atlanta's. But uh, I mean, Atlanta's got what a great I, lineup too. What do I want to have happen? Atlanta and seven. Braves in four. You know, that's what I want to see no, here. I don't think we're going to get baseball yeah. until like June next year. Oh, that's fair. So we yeah. need to get as much as we can right now. I want it to go to the full seven. I'd be fine with Braves in four. <laughs> <laughs> Take it however you can get it. I'll I, make I, you a caterer. I'll make you a deal. Braves sweep the Astros. I've got a buddy in Atlanta, and I'll make sure you've got one of the best seats in Atlanta for the, for the World Series parade. There you go. I'm if there. If they sweep. I mean, if they if, sweep. if you're a good friend, you should line that up anyway. But, yeah, sure. I mean, but I'm not a good friend. I'm not a good okay. friend. Yeah, well, I'm a crabby I, I Mets fan who doesn't believe that your team deserves this whatsoever. I didn't say it. 656-9900. 1-866-656-9900. Love it or leave it up on the other side. Not only that, but uh, brotherly love turned into brother, brotherly rivalry. And I'm glad somebody actually kept up his end of the bargain. We'll explain what Peyton and Eli had in store for the audience last night during their Monday night football broadcast between Seattle and New Orleans. You're inside the starting line of Tyler and Will. Kaner's got an update now on TSL. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. Kickoff time for Tennessee at Kentucky next Saturday, November the 6th, has been announced. It'll be a 7 o'clock start time televised on ESPN2. The 12th-ranked Wildcats will be on the road this weekend at Mississippi State. The Volunteers will be off. The Saints won an ugly one on Monday Night Football in Seattle, 13-10 over the Seahawks. VFL Alvin Kamara hauled in a touchdown catch and his team leading 10 receptions for 128 yards on the night. Texas Tech has fired football coach Matt Wells following a combined 13-17 and record in two-plus seasons. And South Carolina quarterback Zeb Nolan will have surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his right knee. He'll be ready to go for the next game against Florida on November the 6th. The Tennessee Lottery is proud to have raised more than $6 billion to support educational programs in Tennessee. To learn more, visit TNLottery.com. It's 644, love or leave it. Coming up next here on TSL, good morning. I'm Eric Kane. The starting lineup with Tyler and Will, 6 to 9 a.m. on 99.1 V Sports Animal. Ah, the Twitter machine already pounding out World Series predictions. Mix it up for the A. All the crazy hashtags. Apparently, Braves fans are really excited about what's going to be game one tonight of the 2021 Fall Classic between Atlanta and Houston. 
Telling you, if you're looking for someone that's going to break down everything you need to know about the Braves and their chance at winning the World Series for the first time, and we're talking about over two decades, we'll have it for you right here on the starting lineup, 99.1, the sports animal. Cater, Braves fan himself. There's a big red button right there. It's got a little tomahawk sticker on it. Hit. Let's go. Let's love it or leave it on Tuesday. Game one of the World Series begins tonight in Houston. Love it or leave it. The Astros taking the opening game with home field advantage. You know what? I'll get us started here. I'm going to say yes. I like Houston in game one of this World Series. Look, home field advantage to me. I still believe is key in the World Series. It is. Why? Because both leagues play by different rules. Now, I don't think you're going to see this next year, Will West, a little inside baseball. I think DH is going to be both leagues. This is the last time the American League will have the advantage with an extra hitter. Houston is notorious for this lineup going one through nine with an extra hitter. Give me the Astros in game one. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Astros in game one as well, winning this one. James Franklin has decided to switch agents and sign with Creative Arts Agency led by Jimmy Sexton. Leverly, but the chains of representation leads you to believe the Penn State coach is leaving State College at season's end. Hey, either that or he's about to get a big raise, one or the other. I, I just think it's about compensation, period, and about getting control of some things, period. And either way, going through sex and means you're about to get paid. And so I, I do think it, it's about either going somewhere else or leveraging it to go somewhere else. So I'll leave this because it could be about leveraging the uh, the the threat of going somewhere else. And James Franklin is going to be the next head football coach at either USC or LSU. I if I was, where does he fit better? Where does he fit better? LSU, USC. LSU fans would love him because they like somebody toss a little smack. Um, but I can't help but think that USC is a better fit. USC is the I best agree. fit for him. I personally, think Matt Campbell's already signed, still delivered for USC. I think James Franklin will end up at LSU. But if I think that was Matt fits. Campbell, I would go to LSU before I went to USC 10 times out of 10. I think, But nonetheless, the question, Franklin's gone. Yeah. He gets Jimmy Sexton, so it's like, I need this much for this little ad working time, and this is what I want to do it with. That's the only reason why you do this. Yeah. Texas Tech has parted ways with Matt Wells Monday after failing to lead the Red Ragers to a uh, bowl appearance in three seasons. Love or leave it, one of the two SEC coordinators should be tops on the list okay. in Lubbock. Which of the two you think, Ivan? So you're thinking here. It's either Jeff Levy out of Ole Miss or, I think I'm nuts, Kendall Bryles in Arkansas. I think Levy's going to get a head coaching job next year. Kendall Bryles could probably spend another season or two in Fayetteville. So I think Jeff Levy's the first phone call I'd make if I'm Texas Tech. Don't you have a UT San Antonio coach who's undefeated right now and an El Paso coach who's sitting on one loss right now? Could one of those two guys be the... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying that. I mean, I wouldn't know you're one of those guys if they hit me with a sock full of quarters. Well, here's the thing. It is. Here's the thing, though. Tops the list. Tops the list. Those guys could be tops on the list as well, but I'm just saying you need to make room for Jeff. Yeah, no, I I would. I would go get Levy. It's what I would do in a heartbeat. Levy. I I would go get him in a heartbeat. I wouldn't think twice about that. That's exactly what I would do. Byron Kennedy has turned into a local legend in Tampa area after returning Tom Brady's 600th touchdown of ball. The hall, the lover leave it, the hall the Buccaneers fan received after his kind gesture. I'm aware I'm going to be on an island at this. I'm good with it. I'm okay with it. I would have done the same thing. If I was him, I would have given him his ball back and been like, I don't know, like if give me a signed jersey and I'm good with that. I absolutely now. Did he get the jersey or did he get a jersey? Because it'd have been a lot nicer Jersey's. if the Bucks got got him, gave him the jersey that was worn. But it probably wasn't because that's half million dollars for somebody that they don't want to give up. I would have given him the guy the ball. It's a big deal, and it was cool that I got it. So it's whatever it is. It's that's that's just a freebie. That's gravy. I did not have a problem with what they gave him. Did you see the official hall and then what Brady topped it with? No, I didn't see what Brady topped it with. Oh my goodness! For those of you who did not see, this is what he got in exchange: 
two signed Tom Brady jerseys and a Tom Brady Buccaneers helmet, a Mike Evans signed jersey, and his game-worn cleats from that game. Season tickets the rest of this season and next season wow. at $1,000 towards the pro shop there at Raymond James Stadium. Oh, Tom Brady appreciated the gesture so much, he turned around and gave him one of his Bitcoin. Are you kidding me? That was the last thing we learned. Tom Brady, was. he talked about it last night during Peyton and Eli. Yeah, that's awesome. That's he got awesome. Bitcoin from Brady. And they were like, uh, okay, explain a little bit more. Brady's like, let's just say it's... T- this guy went from being a so complete... $60,000. This guy could have been a jerk. They could be two fifty by the end of next year. This guy could have been a jerk and be like, my ball. No, you're yeah. not getting it. Yes, we went. Kindness paid off here for this guy. Yeah, he got yeah. overloaded with great That's stuff. Not, I didn't realize he gave the Bitcoin on top of yeah. it. I just saw everything else that he got ahead of that. And Brady I think handed over some Bitcoin. Yeah, and I think, look, you, if you do the right thing, good things happen for you. So good good for this guy for doing the right thing. Now, they said the football could have kind of started about $500,000 on an open auction. Whatever. Now this guy's a local legend. Everybody's going to look at him as a good guy. He's got a relationship with Brady. Awesome. Good How much do game-worn cleats go for? Because you know something that sounds not appealing to me whatsoever <laughs> is game-worn cleats. You like sign them collector, Evan, Here's the thing. It's game-worn. And but if it's Evan the guy who into, caught the pass. Yeah. And it's the cleats from the guy who caught But I mean, just in general, like if I'm a collector, like why do I want that? Signed. Because if Evan turns into a big deal, somebody down the line is going to pay triple for it. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, multiple NFL mocks have Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral as a as the first signal caller being drafted next spring. Love to leave it the Heisman candidate tops at his position. You know what? Well, you and I had this conversation off the air yesterday. You wouldn't take Matt Corral as the first quarterback off the board in Vegas uh, next year. I mean, you can. I don't think he's going to be a starter. I think he's. I think he's taller, stronger Johnny Manziel, and just all that freelancing and stuff like that that he does ain't going to get it done. And I understand the the, the Pat Mahomes comparisons i get it i just don't think that i think mahomes is a better athlete with a better arm my concern with Corral's arm like he there he cannot make all the throws and so that means you're gonna have to be smart chad pennington style work the underneath and things like that drew Brees style work the underneath and i just don't know that corral can get the ball out that fast leave this i'll take sam howell uh yeah i i will leave this as well sam howell can make all the throws i have concerns i don't think there's a quarterback in this draft that is a franchise quarterback Malik Willis at Liberty. No, that dude's Hendon Hooker's got better stats than he does right now. New Balance Knoxville. Bringing you love it or leave it for a Tuesday morning TSL. That's right. New Balance Knoxville Suburban Shopping Center. The perfect fit every time with the fit test they give you at New Balance Knoxville. Wide sizes, extra wide sizes. They have them there. You will love the styles and colorways they have for fall. Plus cold weather gear. They've got it. It's New Balance Knoxville. I might need you to explain to me how this Bitcoin thing works. 